Good morning, my little chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Spiro Marcos. <laughs> and I am Maggie Stegers. We're here at Radio Free Brooklyn, who in January had over 600,000 600, views for the month of January. Well, Downloads? Well, it's listens. Yeah, listens. On the radio, you know but that's I mean. amazing. Honestly, we're so happy to be here. Radio Free Brooklyn has been so good to us. And uh, yeah, we're, we're so excited about this episode. And our Are guest. We and our guest, our Stephanie guest. Torns from the hit 11th time seeing musical Waitress. I love it so much. Spiro's a super fan of Waitress. So this was an especially exciting day for him. I am. Literally, I, uh, so uh, it closed on Broadway, unfortunately, but I got to see the final performance. Luckily, uh, my boyfriend, Dennis, who I love, he actually, on the final day, he bought like a pie tin and like all this stuff. And I thought we were just going to make pies and like it was cute. And I was like, oh, we like making breakfast on Sundays. Um, But what he actually did was get tickets for us to go see the final performance of waitress and it was unbelievable and didn't you say when she came out there was a standing ovation because most people know that she's been in the cast yeah so people who know she's been in the cast since it was at art um she stayed in it through the closing she's one of two people who are in it from opening to close without leaving um it's just amazing it was it's such an amazing show i love it so much and we got to talk to stephanie all about it all about her experience and her audition and and it's just uh I know it was a very, very rich episode. And if you don't know, Stephanie Torrance is, you know, she's a longtime Broadway actress. She was, of course, she started Waitress and then she ended it. But she also was in the Broadway production of Wicked. She was on tour. Yeah, she was on tour. She did nine to five. um, And she also... Uh, yeah, Les Mis as Eponine. Yeah. And while she was in Waitress, I found this so interesting. She did so many different things in the show. She was in the ensemble. She was a general replacement, the understudy, then the Dawn understudy, then the Francine replacement and the fight captain. Wow, so she's just a jack that, of all trades, just that. a woman um, that wears a lot of hats. And playing Jenna is amazing. I know she had like a stint where she got to go on and there were people who were trying to, who were advocating. Yes, to get we her, talk about that in the episode. Advocating to get her her own program, which is cool. Um, that would have been super fun. But the most important thing is she's known for her incredible work ethic and her very kind demeanor. Which so is she's why she's perfect. here at the Cool Stable. Yes. It was so. such a lovely guest. And we were saying on the episode that this is the first person that we haven't met before. I know, which so, is so neither cool. of us had personally met her. So that was very exciting for us. Yeah. So uh, I hope you enjoy Stephanie Torrin. She was amazing. Um, but before we do that, we always like to start with a random fact of kindness. Random facts of kindness. Okay, and I'm going to take over for this one because you okay. know me. I was I've been talking about my rescue pup and a little so bit. Kind I'm to that Maggie Stigger. She's just the kindest. <laughs> I'm in love with my rescue pup, As Ralphie. Ralphie is He's adorable. a black and white terrier mix. He's so cute. Um, we rescued him from Madi Paws here in New York City. So if you're looking for an organization, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them. They're a nonprofit. Um, and basically, you know, when we wanted to start rescuing or we started thinking about adopting a dog, we really wanted to do it instead of shopping because, you know, you always want to try to support an organization that's also giving back. Um, they rely solely on donations. So, you know, after hearing about them, if you are interested in getting involved, you can become a foster, you can rescue, or you can make a one-time or monthly donation on their website, which is www.muddypaws.com rescue.org. I just want to say also like rescuing dogs, I feel like you get the ones that have been through some shit. Yeah, and that's you know the thing I mean? about Ralphie though. So He's so more. sweet you wouldn't even know. He so came from sweet. Kentucky. They found him as a stray right. and then he was in an overcrowded shelter there for eight months. Oh my God. So you'd think he would have some aggression but he's just a little angel. He literally is a love The dog. only thing All that we have a problem is with is separation anxiety because he never wants us to but leave. But that's every dog. That's a I lot know. of dogs and especially that's the shit. That's the baggage that they come with. Like yeah. he... 
he's never really felt a home. He's, I mean, he's had foster family, but then how long was he with the fosters? Do you, the like, fosters. The fosters. You know? He was there for like three weeks in oh, New York City. Okay. Yeah. So he so. wasn't in New York City for long before he came to us. Got it. But the process was really interesting. If you are, you know, thinking about doing it, it's super easy. We just went to their website. We signed you up apply to apply online. Right? Yeah. You make, you do an application and then you, you uh, sign up for a phone interview and they mm-hmm. call you and they just ask you regular questions like, you know, you're, if you're ready for a puppy, what kind of dog you want, um, what your home is like, what your financial situation is like, and like how to prepare. And then um, once you get approved, you they start sending you lists and emails of all the dogs that are ready for adoption. Wow. And, we, you know, you can check out their Instagram too. They post every single day. And... Oh man, it was just, we saw his picture and we just immediately melted. I I think I contacted them within three minutes of the photo going up online. And then we scheduled an interview with him. We had our private 20 minute interview with him. And at first he was very, very high maintenance. Yes, Maggie was was scared. I was definitely nervous. She was like, what am I getting into? He wouldn't even look us in the eye and he had so much energy and just like running around like crazy and he wouldn't sit. And it was just like very overwhelming, but you know, the other good thing about it was their foster sent us an email. It was like a paragraph of what his what he was like at home when there wasn't all this. And yeah. And he was they they described him as a dream dog. So we knew they wouldn't lie about that. And right. so by the time he got home and adjusted, he's just oh, he's he my really love forever I love. My, I have my interview coming up. I'm very excited to work with Muddy Pods Rescue NYC. That's their Instagram tag. Um, also, this is not an ad. We just definitely believe in adopting and we are animal lovers so um i've had animals my whole life and i'm really excited to bring another dog uh, a forever home i'm very Perfect. excited uh so on that note uh we let's get into the episode so want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do it we have stephanie torrance here on the critically acclaimed best podcast to ever hit the airwaves um according to my mother uh the cool <laughs> kids table here at radio free brooklyn i hope you enjoy radio free brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. Love it. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air. Support independent community media by pledging whatever you can. All contributions are tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Please support with a monthly pledge or one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. It's the cool kids' table. They were never the cool kids, so they just bought a table. Now it's the cool kids' table, yeah. Wow, cool, cool. Nice legs. That's nice. Looks like a coaster's only table to me. protection, baby. We are here at the cool kids' table yes. with Stephanie Torrance, and we are so happy to have you. Thank you so much I'm for so being here. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome to the show. I'm a cool kid at the you table. Are. <laughs> you are. You're a cool kid. Uh, we definitely celebrate kindness, and um, I actually am good friends with Faye Floyd, who was uh, in your show, and he always talked about how sweet and kind you are. So when the opportunity came around just to reach out to you and ask, you were right off the bat, you were like, absolutely, that sounds great, um, which goes along with what they would tell me about you, that you were amazing and you loved helping people and doing great things and wonderful things so thank you for being here you're wonderful you're kind and we're so excited to get to know you a little bit and you're one of the first people we haven't met in person before the episodes this is kind of a new thing for us as well very exciting so i didn't catfish you no no no, no. you look just like your headshot That's good. I spent good money. Yeah, so. which, is, which is amazing. Do people call you Steph or do you go by Stephanie? Stephanie or Tornzy, which is. Oh, OK. Tornzy. All right. Yeah. So we read that you grew up in Long Island. Mm-hmm. So not very far away. Mm-mm. What was that like? Did you come into the city a lot as a kid to see shows? 
Yeah, I mean, mostly just for shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we would. Um, I grew up about like an hour and twenty on the train. Um, Ronkankama. Ronkankama. Oh, is my stop. It's fun to say. Ronkankama. Yeah. And I'm from Bohemia, which people are like, oh. is that a real place? It is. Wow. Um, yeah. So my family's all still out there. And um, that's nice up, to have yeah. them so close. Yes. Especially when you're in like um, a Broadway show, the holiday schedule is exactly. the worst, well, you know, yeah, for yeah. us. Because um, so the time off has been very lucky that I've had them so close to be able to see them for the holidays and still come in for the show and make that I'm like you know unfortunately some people who are from California right or, exactly you know, yeah mm-hmm. so that's do you have great. siblings do you have brothers and sisters I do have an older sister okay she um no no one does any singing that's and what dancing I was ask. That was I'm like the weirdo yeah I was yeah. gonna ask is it like where did the music come from where did your love of music come from like at a young age or did I mean, that come later or what yeah, I mean, theater, I've always just, like, loved it, but never did it at all. Interesting. Um, I grew up in dance world, so, like, like Dance Moms. Okay. My mom's d- not No, one, I did but... the voiceovers for Dance Moms. <gasps> yeah, like, coming sure up did. next. <laughs> Shut up. So That's we're kind incredible. of aligned. Honestly, thrilled, because yeah. I love the show, yeah. so, because it's real, except that I didn't have, like, a crazy, like, dance studio. I loved everyone, you know, and... We did like, you know, the nationals in Atlantic City oh, and so all fun. that stuff. Cool, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I grew up. Dancing. Yeah, that's why I grew you. up like, yeah. And um, always loved it. My mom always had music playing in our house, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Were and you then, singing along? Because I mean, your voice is out of you control. You have an so. incredible voice. Oh, yeah. So where did, where did that come from? Like that just was always inherent or? Yeah, like I don't know. It just, it just was always a part of my body. So I guess I didn't really know that it was bad body. or good. I just was like, I like to sing. Right. Um, yeah. Lots of colors of the wind growing up, you right. know, yeah. uh, solid choice. Yeah. And was then, that like yeah. your favorite thing? Was there like a memory of you being musical when you were young or like something you used to? Oh was yeah. It, you You'd have a field day with all the home videos. Oh, yeah. 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 Did your mom show people still? No. <laughs> I mean, first off, we don't have like. VHS players anymore, right? right? That's right. true. This is so true. So, like, if my mom's listening, ugh, put them on DVD, Deb, right? <laughs> <laughs> my mom did Deb. that. Right. She started to put it's our smart. home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, lots of home videos of me just like always singing and, and, and putting on a show of some sort. But um, yeah, I didn't get into theater, like me doing it until they needed dancers in the high school musical. And at that time, I was big in sports too. So, wow. I, I, for me, I was like, the musical, right? Like, right. Little snot. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this could be fun. What and show is it? Oklahoma. Amazing. What a gem. Right. Yeah. So what a I start. had to dress like a boy in Kansas City, you okay. know, and dance. And I loved it. And then the next um, year they did Les Mis and I auditioned for an actual role and got Fontaine because, you know, a junior in high school has right. seen some things. <laughs> 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 but what a little bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Because yeah. you got to play Eponine on the on the national tour eventually, which is amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I love it. I love it all. Yeah, and then I fell in love and decided maybe I could do this. Who knows? So you went to, hold on, I'm going to say it. Connect, connect, wait, how do you say your high school? Connect, connect, connect. Oh, she said so it the, so easily. The T is silent. <laughs> connect, the first T. Yeah, which tea. might be just a Long Island accent, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Connect what was that? Quat. What was your high school experience like? So you did Oklahoma, mm-hmm. um, and then you did uh, Les, Mis. Les Mis, and then senior year was Pirates of Penzance. Wow! Mm. And you literally just auditioned out of you just auditioned yeah. and got Fontaine. Like you never, yeah. you never sang professionally or in a show or anything. Not in, in a show, no. Um, I was in like the chorus in high school. Yeah. So they knew that like I liked I could sing and had you know 
But Les Mis is one of those musicals, if you're doing it for the first time, you can recognize how amazing the music is even at that age. And like you can form a love for the theater just from doing that show. Yeah, I always grew up like coming in for shows. So I knew like Les Mis, I knew shows and I loved all musicals, but never like being in them. Thought about doing them. Yeah. Yeah, I just loved them. Because I read an interview of you talking about your high school and the impact that it had on you. Yeah. Um, was, Was there a teacher there that really inspired you or encouraged you? Yeah, I mean, both my music teachers, um, Mrs. Flood and Miss Clemente, uh, I just, I trusted in everything that they guided and said. And I, you know, when I was in my senior, uh, junior, senior year, and I was figuring out what I wanted to go to school for, mm-hmm. I had no idea. I knew a music, I, I wanted music to be involved somehow. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I would go and talk to them and, Asked their opinions, and then finally I decided to be a music teacher, like a chorus teacher, like they were uh-huh. for me. Aww. For you know, and so I originally went to SUNY Fredonia <laughs> to be a music teacher. Oh, okay, and so I was like, up. That was not on Google. <laughs> that's not on Wikipedia. <laughs> Surprise! Yes, that's why uh, you're here. Yeah, and so I went. I went upstate New York, um, and was learning you know, Italian arias and really just wishing that I could just belt. Right. This is a real story. So I have two friends from Buffalo who like never came really to the city. So when they did, I was like, let's go to a show. I'll show you the, I'll show you what New York city has. Right. (laughs) And we went to Phantom of the Opera, which at that point I've seen so many times. I've never seen it. I love it. I need to see it. I know. People love or hate it. Right. But like, I think I, I like it. Oh my God. I love it. It's so it's like a staple for me. I'm, I mean, yeah. So I went for like the 15th million time with them who have never seen a show. Mm-hmm. And during their curtain call, I just started sobbing, like fully sobbing. And I had this like aha moment of, I want to do that. Like, wow. I want to be up there. I want to do, I want to be with they're doing like this is crazy i want to be where the people are i do yeah it's <laughs> like, beautiful and so i went and i and i you know lingered with it in, internally for a little bit okay and then i it was over christmas break and i was at the kitchen table with my parents and i was like so i have to say i have to tell you something and of course my mother is like oh my god <laughs> Like, what is she gonna tell me? Um, And I full on was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to try to do be on Broadway and go for musical there. And they were just like, okay, very supportive family, very lucky. Yeah. Um, And I was like, if it doesn't work out, I can go back to school Mm -hmm. and figure this all out. Yeah. Um, So yeah, and I love that time when we're younger and we have no fear. You know, we're just like now. I'd be like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, exactly. But it's such an important time in your life because there's so many things I did at at 14 that I would never do now, and I'm so glad I did that. Absolutely, yeah. So on the you know totally changed, and my mom was like, well, do you still want to go to SUNY Fredonia? And I was like, no, I think I need to be in the city. Wow. Yeah. So you ended up at AMDA. AMDA. Yeah. How did that, how did AMDA come to be? You just were looking for programs or two year Yeah, and I started or? like asking just random friends that mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I knew that loved like theater and stuff and mm-hmm. a lot of different, you know, suggestions. And yeah. Um, and this is just, I don't know why. I just felt like it was the right one for me. I knew what I wanted. So they, you know, and it was a two year program and I didn't take the summer off. I went straight through the wow. whole thing and, um, yeah, and I think if I didn't go to SUNY Fredonia first, I wouldn't have known 
to like really take it seriously. You know, like yeah. if I went from high school yes. to there, I think it'd be a different experience. Right. You exactly. Know? Um, but yeah. And I did the two years straight through and, and I loved every it. second enjoyed of it. it. That's awesome. And they have there... really cool teachers there too. I'm teaching. Now I know. There. I yeah, read. That's yes, amazing. I read. And yeah. is, is it important for you to like pay it forward? Do you, do you, I mean, clearly yeah. you were bitten by the teaching bug, which yes. is why you even wanted to be a course teacher. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, you're kind of doing, you have the best of both worlds. You yeah. Get to, you get to do the Broadway thing and you get to teach because you were teaching while you were in waitress, correct? Yes. And then um, you get to teach yeah. people things that you wish someone had taught you when you were that age and going after the same dream. Absolutely. And also it's always changing our business. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think it's important for every college to have people who are currently working yes, and are involved in going on auditions and knowing what's being asked of them. Right. Yeah. Because it's very different from when I was 20 in auditioning, right? right. So um, two years ago. That was thank crazy. you. Yes. Yeah. Two years ago. That's <laughs> a lot of change. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, and I, I loved it. I, I was so scared, honestly. I was like, am I going to be like, terrible at this like right. am i gonna fail these kids like they are paying money right? right um but i fell in love i love it i loved it so much um it was like the best and the timing of it too with with the show closing it gave me another thing to keep my mind off of things and and it just was like the best gift that could have happened I, I wish I had had teachers that were working on Broadway while I was in my conservatory program. Cause mm -hmm. I think that, cause even in summer stock situations, you're working with someone, Oh, they just got off of the Broadway show of this. And it means so much to you as a young kid, like doing a professional show with someone else who's yeah. done something really professional. So I can imagine the impact that you're having on them and that they're having yeah. on you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I, when I was at AMDA, I had Emily Skinner as my wow. Like, wow, one cool, of my teachers. Yeah. Wow. And I, <laughs> what? I, I was well, she's so... the second time we've mentioned Emily Skinner on the podcast. She'll have to be uh, a guest. Season, season, eight. Eight. season, season eight. eight. Season eight. She'll be back. She's coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I remember just being so in awe, you know, and wanting to do even better than, you know, my good, right? So, mm -hmm. like, just because of who she was and, wanting to make someone else proud that is at that caliber, right? you know? What do you teach at AMDA? Musical theater. So oh, first semester, which is like basics, stripping it all down and what right. is an objective and all right. those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, acting through song and all that stuff. And then I just started this week, fourth semester classes, which is nighttime. Uh -huh. And that's training them for mock auditions. That's smart, Got yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so important. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for doing that yeah. for the kids. <laughs> Welcome. Cool. Okay. So jumping, jumping to 2003, you made your Broadway debut in Wicked. You were mm -hmm. in the ensemble and then you understudied Alphaba. What an incredible show to make your debut. I can just picture, I don't know your parents. I can just picture them with their Long Island accents. Mm -hmm. Very excited. Oh, yeah. What was that like in such an iconic show? Well, it was my dream show and dream role. And I didn't think it would happen for me that quickly. Mm hmm um, I remember my, when I got the audition to go in for, and it was for the tour at the time. And I, and I thought, oh my gosh, this can't be real. And I was like, well, this will be fun. I'll just go in. Right. And Sing then, the like, songs I know. Yeah. And like have fun. Cause like, it's not going to happen now, but like yeah. maybe in a few years. And then when it happened, I was like, holy shit. Was it um, one of the best auditions you'd ever had? Did you walk out being like, I nailed that? Well, I went in. I went in five times. Okay. okay. In the course of like a couple months. 
So you knew it was going well. Yes. Um, or hoped so, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last audition was starting with the dance call, because in the ensemble, you have to dance mm-hmm. and it'll be lifted and all that. Yeah. Which, growing up in dance world. You were ready. I was ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I got this, right? Um, and then at the end, they had me do the all the alphabet packet stuff. And they left, and I was like, well, I think it went really well. But, you know, I guess you never know. Right. Yeah. And then um, I was on the Long Island Railroad when I got the phone call. Oh, oh my gosh, did you cry? Handing back to Rancaca for a dentist appointment. <laughs> uh, I did. I ugly sobbed the man next to me. I think probably thought somebody passed away. That's okay. And then um, it was crazy. It was a big whirlwind and I, it was a quick, like, they need you on the road in, in like uh, two weeks. Wow. So, you know. That's a beast because we also spoke to someone about like filling in to a part that's already there. The machine is already established. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not really about, it's literally about going there, doing the job that you were hired to do, which is this part. Yeah. Learning that exact track and just kind of throwing yourself into it. Yeah. Did it feel, I mean, that's probably oh, it's the crazy. first experience you had like that. Yeah, absolutely. And and I remember. Did you get your equity card doing yeah. it? Wow. Amazing. I was 21. Amazing. That's incredible, I, Stephanie. So only a year ago. Last year. As we're doing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah last year. <laughs> and so it was crazy because when you're learning it too, you're in this this giant, I, mine was in Atlanta, Georgia was where okay. I was meeting them. Oh. And it's this oh, cool. massive rehearsal space. And they're like, this, this is where Jessica's going to hand you something. And this is where Antoinette, <laughs> and you haven't met any of these right. people. And you're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh my gosh. No idea. You right. have like this full mental breakdown, at, at, you know, being like, can I do this? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, and then, and then when they asked me to move, my track opened up in the New York company and they asked me to move there. Um, I, of course, just couldn't. I was, uh, once again, ugly crying. Yeah, sobbed um, again. Lots of ugly crying. Probably and debut. Probably like, debut just, uh, in my dream show. Yes. Uh. Um, and, of course, half of Long Island came. Right. Um, yeah, it was. It and was how many times cool. did you get to do Alphaba? Oh, man. I couldn't even tell you. That's amazing. Yeah. Was that unreal? The first mm-hmm. time you got to do that, was your was your mother there? I saw photos of you with the green. It was, yeah. Yes. My first time was in Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, and they were there. Okay. I don't remember the show. <laughs> yeah. It was, you know. My husband says the same thing about his oh, debut. He's like, blackout. I blacked out. <laughs> you blacked out. Like, truly don't yeah. remember anything. I mean, it yeah. happened so great. Yeah. yeah. But I remember my first one on Broadway, I told myself, Stephanie, just have fun. You've already done it so many times at this point because yeah. of the tour. Right. And it was, it's I'm like, it's the same show. Just have fun and remember it. And I did. And I had the best time. Aww. And everyone, of course, was so supportive and lovely and yeah. Who was your who was your Glinda? Katie Rose Clark. Amazing. Aww. On both of them. Wow. Interesting. She is the best. That's pretty awesome. That's so yeah. awesome. So Wicked happens mm-hmm. and then you start a little project at ART. We're going to jump into Waitress a little bit. Yes. Um, I'm a huge fan. Um, you have a super fan of Waitress here? I, I love it. Super fan. I mean, I did see it 11 times, but we sat next to a girl who saw it with her mother 30 right. something times. Yeah, 11 is, is like 11 you. is like low. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's a super fan. I've never seen anything 11 times. Me, I mean, me neither. But yeah. okay. you I know. never was that person, but there was something about I mean, what I'll say is there's something about Waitress. It's mm-hmm. such a simple little story with so much damn heart. Yeah. The, the music, music is, is so good. The music is my love. Like, I love singer-songwriter type stuff. Even if you take Sarah Bareilles out of the equation, I still just think that music is super powerful and oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, and you know exactly what you're getting into every time you go. It's There's no parts that I'm like, I wish I could do without this song. Mm-hmm. I just love it from the start. And the cool thing is you got a chance to create it from the ground up. Well, right. that's what I want to talk about. So how did this all happen? How did you end up 
up at ART doing Waitress? Like, how did this all begin? Well, I think, you know, there shouldn't be any shame around it. And it's crazy because I was on the road with um, Wicked. They asked me to, what the great thing about Wicked is that they always, they're big family and they just keep bringing people back mm-hmm. when, you know. So they asked me if I wanted to help close out the first national tour in the original track I started in. Cool. And so I was like, yes. So I went out and did that and was going on as Alphaba, you know, quite often and ended up getting a vocal injury. Oh. Yes. So I had to leave the tour early and because I was like, I'm going to come to like my ENT in New York mm-hmm. if there's like some yeah. props. Yeah. So I came back here and um, so while I was in going through all of that was when the waitress auditions were happening. Wow. I remember being so bummed because as an actor, you just know when certain things are like right dead right for yeah. you. Right, yeah. You went for things and I'm like, you know, it could happen, sure. Right. But then there's certain things where I'm like, this is me. Right. Um, And I adored of Sarah Borellis forever too. So I like Ooh, knew every okay. song. Yeah. Right. So I was so upset about it, but you know, I kept being like, well, you know, not meant to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So I go through all the therapy and months <laughs> and months and months of not all the, um, not auditioning. And, and then this was my... It was in June and it was the weekend before my birthday and I get a call from my agent and they were like, hey, it's so last minute, it's in two days, but they are still looking for Jesse Mueller's cover. And, yes. And I literally canceled every birthday oh plan. Yes, yes. I would yes. And I sat with that packet and I drilled it and then I went in. Ah, uh, what a dream. I, at like 11 a.m. It was for just... Pat Goodwin at Telsey and Nadia, who's the music director. And I did all the Jenna stuff. And they were like, great. Could you come back at three o'clock oh my God. for Diane and Sarah? What? Yes. Wow. And I and I was like, oh, totally. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Freaking out. Right. And oh of course, you know, God. I had a few hours to kill. So I was like, what am I going to do that it's not going to make me go bananas? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I came back fully probably half blacked out in that audition because when i walked in and sarah is literally dead center behind the table i had full hives like speaking of kind we heard she's incredibly nice yeah lies no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) she is the nicest human you'll ever meet Uh, and that's why i i'm i just cannot say enough wonderful things about her because you i've always idolized her and then meeting her just made it even better you know Well, I think the other thing is like she's creating this piece too. This is her name on the line, mm-hmm. so she's holding it with just as much uh, yeah. just as much delicacy as you are, which right. is is really quite amazing. Yeah, and I'm sure there was a connection there, even in that room, whether you blacked out or not. Yeah, I'm sure she sensed that. You know, yeah. the delicacy in which you have to take that material in yeah. order for it to be to work. Really. Yeah, and it was crazy because you know when I left, I I honestly couldn't tell you if I sang it well or not. Truth be told. Um, but I remember being like, I just sang her song for her. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. It's weird. Yeah. Um, and then the next day I got the call. The next day? Because it was yeah. like they, yeah, they yeah. were going. And I left like almost I think it was like two weeks later. Was it the ART. same ugly cry? Was it or was this like uh, was this just like what's happening? This was like what's happening. This Sarah is not Brillis real. just put me in a musical. That she's writing. Yeah. And, and you must have had a feel, even just from the packet, how good the material was. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a new musical, Diane yeah. Paulus. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember my, when I was going in for it, before I got the packet, I watched <sighs> the movie and I was like, this is a beautiful movie. I was like, but how is this going to be a musical? Right. 
Yeah. She used they to be did that. Mine is so gorgeous. I it's know. one of the, it's the most first thing she wrote. She's a crazy unicorn. Yeah. Right. It's wild. <sighs> that yeah. was that was the first song she wrote for the show. Yes. Wow. It's just crazy. That's amazing. I mean, the whole the show is just it's yeah. it's great. Um so ART happens. ART happens. And you're creating it with these people mm-hmm. who are putting it down up in the, from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And and what was that even like? I mean, did, did you know from the start when audience started to take it in, did you know it was it was going to be a hit. Did you guys know it was going to transfer? What was, I mean, we, we didn't really know. Um, we knew it was a hit, but also ART's version was a lot, um, darker, right. That's heavier, mm-hmm. but the space is so small and intimate. So you can do something like that, right. you know? Right. Um, and so we had a very different show okay. than what Broadway saw. Interesting. Um, a lot more Earl scenes. Okay. Okay. And, um, yeah. And then, so when we, uh, when I found out it was moving and they asked me to come along, of course, I was just yes, yes. mind blown, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we had a rehearsal process before we even started real rehearsals just to start figuring out like, because we had a new choreographer coming on and we were figuring out, you know, what scenes are going to work, what isn't. Right. And um, yeah, Ground up is crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that must have just been like every day. You don't know what's happening. And things New are pages, changing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I'll never forget. Club knocked up is like the tightest harmonies, and it's only three of us singing. Mm-hmm. And we came in to tech one day, and Sarah and Abby, our assistant choreographer, and someone else was up there, all like doing it. And then they were like, "Okay, so you guys, here's the song. It has to go in tonight." And I remember me and Aisha and Molly Hager. We were like. Go, 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 go. Oh <laughs> didn't take the break the dinner break in between right. we sang this shit out of this song so much because we were like all right it has well, to go in tonight and if one of us messes up, up yeah. Oof. yeah um yeah so it was crazy in that sense too and molly got to did the whole journey with you as well were you close with her from the start to the finish like just yeah and 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 charity did art with me too right. so that was like she's that's my like sister you know um, and then Hager, yeah, Molly Hager and I have been from the get-go and we also sat next to each other in dressing rooms. So it was a real like wow. start to finish. Let's- you, you were the only two, right? That were from the original ART production that made it all the way to the closing. Uh, Molly didn't do ART. She just, she came in at the start, at the start of the Broadway, Broadway run. run. Okay. Um, but yeah, we, we, uh. So you were the only, I mean, other than Chris Fitzgerald was there and Drew was there, right, Mm -hmm. at ART. But other than that, you were were in it from start to finish. And never left. And never left. Those boys left and came back. Right, exactly. So that's pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he told me there was like a standing ovation for you when you came out and said your line on the closing night. So I got to come to to the final performance of Waitress, um, and it was unbelievable. I'm a huge fan of Catherine McPhee. I thought she was an amazing waitress when I saw her the first time. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, an amazing Jenna. Um, so coming back, my boyfriend had gotten us tickets and it was so sweet because I really wanted to go, but there was, I just thought there was no way I can go. Tickets right. were Insane. crazy. Yeah. But he ended up finding tickets like two days before, <gasps> wow. got us tickets. We were in the orchestra. I mean, we were sitting next to that girl who has right. been to 31 times. Um, 
the show happens. It's amazing. Standing ovation after standing ovation after standing ovation. Just everyone feeling celebrated and mm-hmm. feeling heard, which was unbelievable. I still have chills thinking about it. And then you come out for Francine Pometer. That you have two lines in the show as this character. You literally walk out, and uh-huh. the longest standing ovation that there was that oh. day was for you. What was that feeling like for you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you did you did start to cry a little I, bit. I did. You were definitely emotional, but I mean, was that like a moment of did it all lead up to that? I mean, what was this, what was closing like for you? Really? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the whole journey was, you know, so many things for me. My last Jenna show was kind of like my closure for myself. And then I was like, now I can just enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. right? And I, my last show on, I had my whole family. So it felt very like, yeah. you know, so then the, the closing night came and I was just like in this place of just full gratitude and just enjoying it and happy and and the audience was insane. And also what I loved about the audience was that it was filled with the fans. Right. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anyone in our cast who had a group of people there. Nobody had tickets for that. Right. And so it was truly an audience of people that Diehards. just we, love the show that yeah. we don't, you know, don't really know, but they right. love the show. And so it was even more special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just going about it, enjoying it. I think I start. I did get emotional when Caitlin Houlihan got the standing ovation after. Right. Uh, she started crying. When too. Yes, because we were all just like, oh, my God. Wow. Oh, this is really happening. Right. Yeah. So then when I. <laughs> to be honest, I was being a goofball in the wings before entering and being stupid. And so I was just like, you know, and I walk out and it, and when it started, I started to laugh because I was like, like stop guys. This stop, isn't man. happening. Like, this is silly. And then it became Oh, it erupted. This insane appreciation that I could not I mean, I'm so glad that there is a there's a video that was sent to me because it felt very outer body. I think it was my girl sitting next to me that might have taken that video <laughs> <laughs> sobbing, crying, filming you know, like yeah, the whole time. Actually Sarah is the one. Sorry, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. She took it and she sent it to me because she, I mean, and even, you know, Diane Paulus and Jesse Nelson after the show literally were like, we looked at each other crying while this Aww. was happening and being like, I can't believe this is actually happening right now. But it was, it was, it felt, um, it felt amazing. It felt that all of my years with the show and stepping in and out didn't go unnoticed. Didn't go unnoticed. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and was seen by the people who really matter, who, kept our show alive and running and you have it, quite the fan base you really do because so people funny. i mean there's got, been... like a fan facebook page and there's like <laughs> blog after blog after you i was reading that there was a petition started by Teresa kent do you know her on change.org to get you a colored playbill with did you your hear, picture did you on hear it about this, that there was a petition to get you your own colored playbill I, when I, you... I have heard i've heard the they are the best and i would go out sometimes and sign and they would tell me these things like oh you need a colored playbill. like yeah. they would be like we are mad for you um <laughs> like, okay and I'm like, that's nice. You know, um, yeah, a lot of the petitions that have, I mean, so many things. And then I'll never forget when they were announced that they were opening the London production. Right. The outpour I could not get over of the fans going, like, petitioning for me to go over and Aww. do it. Wow. I, I started wow. to, like, l- once again laugh because I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Because I go about my life like, like, like well, a dodo, you, you, right? You're, you, there's some incredible videos of you playing Jenna. We'll actually play a clip, yeah, uh, a little a bit of it. Here. 
But I, I mean, I'm sure that was an incredible experience for you because you got to do it for kind of a long stint at one point. What was the longest mm-hmm. time you did it for? Like, like steadily. Oh, two weeks. No, no a month. Uh, probably least. like, I think it was like six, seven weeks. Oh, wow. Amazing. Because with Joey McIntyre was the longest. I saw Joey McIntyre. I saw the show once and it was with Shoshana Bean and him. Yeah. yeah. That was very cute. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Um, I wish I'd seen you in it now that you're <laughs> on the show, but yeah, I've seen right. many a video and you can go online and see some of the videos. People have bootlegs. Have you seen any of them? I mean, only ones that like ran. I'm like, you know, family or friends will right. like send, send me, you. but I don't like, you Is know, it hard for you to watch Google? yourself? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And do you do, do you, uh, outside of theater, have you done some film and are you venturing out in, into that world at all? Film and TV or are you not? I mean, I would like to, it is a very different world. It yeah. is which, for sure. You know, scares me a lot okay um but um yeah i think i put a I, I put like a more of a pressure on that world than i probably should because yeah. it's just literally people talking. just talking yes right. Right. but for me i'm like oh, i can't act right <laughs> yeah. and uh we just found out to uh, yesterday I yeah think we saw your playbill announcement so you uh you're going to be in a new musical called the visitor yes um tom kitt wrote the music if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken and you are uh, you're swinging the, the lead females correct the ensemble girls okay you're yes. swinging the ensemble that's a lot to learn I know, so it's my another, first time. another show you get to create from the ground up. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Good luck with that. That's Thank pretty you. Amazing. What a great thing to. When does it start? Um, rehearsals start Monday. Amazing. Um, we caught you just in time. I know. Literally. I go a month. I, I start a month later, though. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. So they'll probably just figure it out, which is probably better for my brain. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. like uh, yeah. erase, erase, erase. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and it opens yeah. March twenty fifth. They start previews or March something around yeah, there. Yeah, and that's when you start going in and learning, pretty much. I start the week or week or two before, so I start gotcha. the first day of like tech. Cool, right? Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so exciting. Well, break legs on so there. Amazing. That's Thank really you. exciting. Ladies and gents, you're listening to the Cokehead's Table on Radio Free Brooklyn. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. Here's the thing. If you like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Um, I mean, we could definitely talk to you for hours and days. Is there anything you want to talk about before we bring up some winging it? No, I want to do winging it. So good. It feels so good. So we're going to do, we're going to go into our improv section. It's called winging. Winging it, they're just winging it. Winging it, they're just winging it. And if you do really well, Stephanie, you get a Nico Frank Productions beanie, which you would get anyway. Yes. Which you're going to get. I'll I'll, I'll tease (laughs) you with it right there. Oh, yeah. For those Um, of you who can't see, it is a beautiful blue. Yes, yes. Uh, Check it out. Um, Okay, so what we are doing is uh, we came up with like a little trivia game. How well do you know your waitress? Yes. How well do you know your cast members? So (laughs) we pretty much came up with fun facts about different people in the show. Don't let her see answers. Keep it up. She's not um, a cheater. I know, but I just don't want to say. She's not uh, going to need the answers. I don't I mean, know. Some watch of these are me. hard. I, oh got God, real, I, got real, I got real crafty with some of these. Okay. okay we're going to start. The first one. This OG cast member was honored with the Drama Desk Award for his performance as Og, the leprechaun in Finian's Rainbow. Chris Fitzgerald. There you ding, go. Ding, ding. This McDreamy simultaneously worked on two musicals in 2011, a Broadway production and a, and a pre-Broadway run at a famous regional theater. 
Drew Gehrling. No. no. <gasps> but he might have done but it close. too. Same, same role. Jeremy Jordan. It's Jeremy. Oh, yeah. It's Jeremy. When See, he was I'm doing, doing really well, you guys. <laughs> okay. When he was doing Newsies and doing, oh, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, yes, yes, Bonnie yes. He was in Bonnie and Clyde and he was doing Newsies. Okay. Um, number three. This powerhouse was the first person to replace Idina Menzel as Alphaba after making her Broadway debut in the ensemble of another Larger Than Life musical. Shosh. Yes. yes. I love I Shosh love her. Shabby. She was fantastic. Girl, God, can, girl sing. can sing. Girl I hope she comes on the podcast. Sing. Season three. She will. She'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, while still in college, this Boko gal was cast in the first national tour of the hit Broadway show, Spring Awakening. I'll mm. also say original cast, Broadway. Just take a guess. There's something out there. We'll tell you what it is. I'll give you another hint. She's a TV star. Well, streaming star. <gasps> Oh, Kamiko? Yes. yes. Yeah. God, you guys, there's um, been so many people that come in and out of that I building. Know. My brain's like, I know, that's why we thought this would be yeah, super this fun is for you. Great. Uh, this, this, <laughs> I, I wrote National Treasure. This National Treasure holds a record for doing what he does best for 34 hours straight, whether you believe it or not. There are hints in there, multiple hints. <laughs> I think he was one of the oddest, like, or the, the person I was like, oh, he's in the show. Interesting. Yeah, he was a celebrity celebrity stint <laughs> you're like running through casts in your brain i see the, i see the brain working al roker this starlet had her stint on two surprise blockbuster hits house bunny and the ever so popular mm-hmm. shark night 3d oh cat mcdee yes. yeah the sweetest cat. human she's so pretty she oh, is she's so talented i too. literally like always ridiculous. send her a text i'm like why are you so ugly on every post yeah, my literally. god <laughs> they just posted like kathy mcphee walks out in in you know a short dress a short right. jumper showing her legs like, like, okay cool yeah. <laughs> i think it was like it was it was like before um new year's eve she had this photo she was in this beautiful mini dress out in new york with little champagne bottles oh, yeah, going and, out with david right or and i was like do you really look like this yeah. on your day off because yeah. if i send you a picture of me you would be horrified <laughs> my god them day off vibes stunning. Yeah. um okay this leading lady auditioned for american idol in 2006 in la and didn't make it past the first round though she persisted it was a no the first time around jordan yes, yes. you're getting good at this wow. you're starting to understand. believe right, that cool. This doc on the block had to use his own money to record his first solo album. That's easy. Joey. I love him so much. Uh, He was great. Uh, This dashing leading man was nominated for an Emmy Award in 2014 for his voiceover work as Mickey Mouse. Oh, that's um, Chris. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Say his last name. Go. Diamantopoulos. Yes. Nailed it. Uh, I I really didn't want to do it because I didn't want to say it. (laughs) Okay. is this, it me? You. It's me, I think. This celeb who joined the cast is not only an incredible musician, but he's also an avocado farmer. <gasps> oh, that's Mraz. Yes. yes. Did he bring avocados yes. to the show? He gave us all avocados. Were they, and they yummy? are the best you've ever had. Well, people say you can order them online. You, you can, can order like they can boxes in a box. Six. Yeah. Um, can we just talk about Jason real quick? Because I'm also a super fan of Jason. What, what is he yes. like? What was that like? Because I saw, I got to see him do it. Um, yes. Obviously, I've seen every Jenna. You were amazing. But I've seen all the Jennas. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen all the Pomodors except for um, Gavin. I didn't see Gavin. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw Jason. And he can sing yeah. uh, really well. 
And what was he like to work with? Like, cause he's, I mean, he's kind of a superstar. Is it, yeah. yeah is it weird having someone who's like a, a recording artist who's does, he, he hasn't really acted before, has he? No. So they had, um, uh, an acting coach come. And so I was in every single rehearsal from day one with wow. him. Wow. So you guys got real close. And so, yeah. And, and I will never forget. It's the one person that I actually had a like unprofessional geek out. <laughs> and it was after we sang, it only takes a taste for the first time. And I was like, I just sang with Jason Mraz. <laughs> like, and he was just like, oh, you know, like so quiet and so nice. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I totally made this really awkward, didn't I? <laughs> um, but no, he is the nicest, very quirky, down to earth and gracious, always checked in. Yeah, everyone. I, I feel like these people are, this is what I would assume. If you're coming into a Broadway show with no experience in acting, mm -hmm. you would probably be just as enamored with everyone else as they are with you because yeah. they've never done anything like this and they're, hmm. they're among the most. What a great perspective. Oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> they're among the most talented people in New York. Yeah. And to them, I think it must be just such a huge honor. Yeah, and like, I'll never forget Katie Lowe's when she came and she came from like, you know, scandal and all those, mm -hmm. you know, TV world. And she's she like, you guys, this is awful. You guys <laughs> do this. Like the schedule is not okay. You know? <laughs> and we would laugh and she was like, this is crazy. <laughs> was guess. her husband in the show too? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. She cool. met her husband doing this show, right? No, 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 no. They had been married, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, really okay. surprised I knew this fact over yeah, you. I, I, did know, I did know that because I, I saw her on um, Kelly and Ryan. Oh, got it. She was chit-chatting yes. about it. They are the cutest. They're very cute. The two. nicest. Um, and he was Earl. No, he was Ogie with her as Dawn. Oh, no. I was talking about Sarah. Oh, no, oh sorry. Well, I you're not on the subjects. same page with us. Okay. I switched well, pages. Join the podcast. Yes. But did, Sarah did... Yes, she met Joe in Cambridge at ART. See, I Aww. wasn't crazy. Yep, which Full is circle. so freaking sweet. Because wow, but like I also, I'm not gonna lie. This is like a really me moment right now. Mm -hmm. I look through his Instagram and I'm like, do you think he just wakes up and he's like, wow, I'm married. I'm I'm married to Sarah Bareilles. Like, yeah. Well, they're not married, but yet. they will be. I mean, I I hope so. I love them both so very yeah. much. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy to me, honestly. He's a lucky man. Yeah, he really he's is. A very I mean, they're both man. lucky. They're, he's, they are. Everything he is. He does, every he man who's blessed by an incredible woman is lucky. Yeah. Well, yeah. He or man. So much, he does so many amazing things. Like, yes. He's really, um, he's an amazing photographer. Oh my God. He does yes. that. And, and he, he's, he's such an incredible advocate. actor. Yeah, he's a great actor. He was so good as Earl. Yes. Probably my favorite. Um, I don't want to say, I don't want to pick any favorites, but. They're all different. They were all so different. Well, I'll tell you what my favorite was. The pie in the jar. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. That yeah. was did you have damn a lot of, did good. Did you eat a lot of pie? Did you eat a lot of pie, or you were like over it pretty quickly? No, yeah. I, I never buy things like that in the theater because they're so expensive and so yeah. overpriced. And I'm yeah. always the person that has like my own snacks and drinks right. in my bag. But like, <laughs> I, I splurged on one of them damn jars, yeah. and I'm so glad I did. It I did too. Every so time, I'm not good. Lie. And it was right before I was gluten free, so thank God I experienced. Which one did you have? The apple. Mm, okay, people I, usually go for the Oreo one. I, that's my favorite. Mm -hmm. That's the, the one apple. I go. For. That's my go-to. Yeah. Uh, well, it was amazing talking to you. Why don't you shout yourself out, social media, um, where can people find yeah. you? Um, people can find me on Instagram, Tornzy18. Um, yeah, sometimes I tweet. I'm not really good <laughs> at it. I tweet. <laughs> Honestly, but Twitter is, is like where I find out like what's happening in the Seriously, world. Seriously, me too. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge Twitter advocate. 
I, I literally will check that and I'll know what's going on more in the world than anything else. It's pretty, it's sad. It's like a double-edged sword though, because then you also yeah. have people like, you know, our fearless leader who people take that as fact. What everything he says, they're I like, know, that's yeah. their, that's their resource. And it's know. like, oh, well I read it on his Twitter. It's like, right. Okay. Well, so many stick that away, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know, I know. But also I want to give a shout out because it's Valentine's Day. Yes, do it. Yes, and we're recording on Valentine's Day today, are. everyone. And Waitress brings the lovers together. And I have my boyfriend who I met at Waitress. Really? Oh, really? Yes, oh Benny Elledge played Cal. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so nice. Wait, so we see the original Cal? No, Eric Anderson. He right. replaced see. Eric. Got it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So how long have you been together? Oh, well, officially, I, I guess a year and a half. But like, you know. We did the. Was you there know, some flirting backstage? There was the flirting. There was like the. You know, we didn't really want more like me. Didn't really want like everyone. You know, everyone to know. to know at first. It was right. like you know. Okay, I'm gonna go to the corner on eighth and. Uh, oh, you know, oh, that's exciting that. though. Yeah, I love that. I really <laughs> love that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was a secret romance for a little was. while. Okay, and how did people find out? Everyone knew. They're like, yeah, they're like, we've seen you guys. My God. <laughs> yeah, but uh, is it hard yeah. dating someone in the show, or is it kind of special? I mean, I, I never really done that um but it was uh you know obviously at first me going in it was very scary because i was like if it doesn't work out right, then like yeah. we're working we're together work yeah. Yeah. yeah um but no it, it's good and it's um yeah i'm so live, happy you for you guys we're all in or? love all three of us we are, are in, in love. love isn't that a beautiful cheers to love, love. <laughs> do you guys live together or um no okay. i mean Basically, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 One yeah, of the, yeah. it's totally. New York life. Right. Mm-hmm. You both have apartments, but you spend most of your time in each other's. Yes. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. You really are one of the coolest kids we've met. You're so kind and so sweet. Thanks and for so having me. fucking talented. My God. Thanks again for just taking time and uh, yeah. good luck with the visitor. Yeah, I'm thank excited. you. I'm excited. Everybody get your tickets. Yes. Come, uh, tickets go on sale at the public theater. Uh, the visitor, you can check out stuff out. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Be have cool, a beautiful day. Later, y'all. If you like this podcast as much as I know you do, be sure to share it with friends, subscribe, like, and review it over on Apple iTunes. It really does help. Also, be sure to follow us at Nico Frank Productions on Instagram. Follow me at at S-P-I-R-O-M-G and Maggie Stiggers at M-A-G-G-I-E-S-T-I-G-G-E-R-S. And always remember, it's cool to be kind. The Cool Kids Table is executive produced by Spiro Marcos and Maggie Stiggers with music by Brie Kate and Zach Silva. Also check out our sketch show Theater School Dropouts on Amazon Prime. <laughs>